I got an hour of sleep. <laughs> I'm uh, exhausted. Perk up because. But we have a fun little episode, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, I guess. I think it's going to be fun. And what is it, Miss Mountain Gypsy? Today is tips and tricks for just anybody. No, for the witchies and the beginners. For, yeah, mostly for the beginners. Yeah. It's actually all for the beginners. So, you guys best listen and pay close attention today. Yeah. So, we know that there is, I mean, a lot of people that talk about this. But hopefully, like, like some of our other videos, we'll be able to share with you some things that are hopefully a little bit different. Um, or at least maybe more expansive of what you've heard before. Because you know we like to rant. Absolutely. Who wants to get started? Because you guys are just as organized as I am, I'm sure, with your numbered list. <laughs> I ain't got numbers. I got bullet points, though. <laughs> All right. You go first. Who? You. That would be you. Oh, Yay. I, in addition to being really tired, I'm also a little high. Anyways. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Surprise. Right? Like, that's such a <laughs> fucking shock. Shocker. Anyways. <laughs> so, okay. My first tip is be prepared for the condemnation. People are going to talk shit. Uh, it's really popular right now, so it might not happen to you immediately the way. Yeah. It might not be immediate. It might, but it, if it's something that you end up doing and it becomes your aesthetic and who you are and what you're doing, people are going to notice and some people are going to have a problem with it. And some people are going to voice that. And um, there are still situations where um, 
people get verbally or physically attacked or worse. Um, you know, a lot of people who are, who are new to this live in a bubble of, oh, this is widely accepted. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Like, it's just really popular right now. It's really interesting. It's in all the movies. and um, It's more accepted, but yeah, it's not yeah. widely accepted. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it's a topic for another day, but there are people out there who are still suffering, who are still dying, who are being verbally attacked. I read a article sometime in the last year, somebody, I think it was in Texas, they were going to a metaphysical shop and somebody like physically attacked them, like pushed them or hit them or something. Um, I think just, it was heat, they threw water on them or something. It was something. Or, or spit um, or something like that, yeah. Ew. First of was, all, if you first of all, don't spit on nobody. Because if I find out you spit on somebody, I will beat your ass for them. That is nasty, and where I don't know. Like to me, that's like one of the most disrespectful things you could do to somebody. Like, don't spit on me. That'll be the last thing you ever do. But it was a. <laughs> it was one of those religious zealots. Yeah. That um, this was not his first time. He actually would um, routinely camp out in front of that metaphysical shop to taunt people that came in and out of there. So, like I said, you got to kind of be prepared for that. I personally uh, haven't experienced it because I actively avoid it because I do know it exists. Um, I'm not comfortable going to metaphysical shops. I, um, I do all my shopping online, everything. Um, I just, I don't know. I just always have this feeling that something bad is going to happen and it can so just if this is something you're really interested in really look where you live see what type of people are around you because uh some people are really putting themselves out there and yeah, shut the fuck up please everybody just shut the fuck up yeah sorry but yeah shut up yeah <clears throat> Yeah, exactly. And, and and I get that like we're on a platform here where it's kind of sounds hypocritical, but at the same time, I still I like I said, I don't go out and do things, you know, and um for the most part I hide my face like we're all using pseudonyms, first of all. <laughs> yeah, you know For the most part. <laughs> for the most part, yeah. We're using pseudonyms. I mean and... you have to you have to be aware of your surroundings anyways because while where I used to live and I grew up, I was, it, it was accepted more so, and I didn't get crap. Then I moved up here to where I'm at, and I had to read the crowd. You know, you've, you've got to read people. And because <laughs> this is the Bible Belt, and I've stated it before, this place has only allowed witchcraft to not be illegal for the last four, 15 something, 15, 16 years in the state that I'm in. So, you know, while I was at home, freely stating, you know, when asked of my belief system, uh, if, I had, if I had said that back here, back, you know, 20 years ago, back then, I could have gotten thrown in jail just yeah. because I did not follow the Christian faith of the community. So you also have to remember, even though we're in the United States, there really are still some places, towns, counties that do not it, it's not acceptable and it's illegal especially the smaller towns yeah especially the smaller towns up here and you know 
the southeast side of the world. Now, if you live in LA, San Francisco, you're probably fine. You're great. You're fine, you know. (laughs) Many of us are. (laughs) But it's smaller places like where I'm at uh, in, in, you know, the, the south and southeast side where, you know, 20 years ago, I could have been thrown in jail. So you have to be be aware of your crowd. All right. Next on your list? Oh, we're just doing all of mine first. Why not? I thought we were or, or should around. we go shall, shall we go around the room? <laughs> Fuck you, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hmm. Another this is one that I really have to stress because um, when I came into the study part of this, um, so many things were implied that it was so many things were implied to be necessary that aren't. Um, so my next tip is don't feel like anything outside of research is mandatory. And I do fucking mean that most of the things that people will tell you like, Oh, you have to do this. Promise you, you don't disclaimer. Unless you choose to follow a very formal tradition. Yes. And you follow the rules of that tradition. But most of I, I, and I, you know, this might not be the best thing to say, but I would actually advise people to not do that. Like, really give it a shot on your own first before you do that. Because, um, like I said, there's so many things that just don't resonate with me and it would be forced. Um, I can't just go and join a group and be like, oh, this is what works for them. So I'm going to do this. If it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. It doesn't matter how hard you try. It's not going to happen. But even if you decide to go for a particular tradition first, you know, don't feel like, these aren't freaking cults, you know, don't feel like you're (laughs) stuck. If if it's not working, and move on. You can walk away. It's not Mm -hmm. hard. It's not like, like Bella said, it's not a cult. So you're not going to lose a hand, foot, or your head. Unless you do end up in a cult, then I don't know. And then we don't. We, then, yeah, we have no advice for that. But moment. the average, but see, the, the but average, see, not tradition. even just, but but not even just on that level. Like even the small dumb shit. Like you don't have to have candles, bitch. Like you don't have to have sage. You don't have to have any fucking thing. You don't have to have an altar. You don't have to have uh, tarot cards. Like you, no, to every single one of those. Like you could have absolutely not a single one of any of those. You don't have be to fine. have crystals. Yeah. crystals don't make a witch. No, so many people don't. use crystals that are not witches. Crystals is not a witch thing. Yeah. Stop fucking saying that it is. I don't get why people say that. I can't let my parents know that I have crystals. They're going to know that I'm a witch since fucking when? Since when did having a rock, a rock, indicate you were a witch? Unless it says witch on it, then you're cool. <laughs> So don't, don't tattoo witch over your forehead. You might be good. Possibly. All right. Next on your list. Um, my bad. I had to cough. So <laughs> Whatever. I probably should have like, it. I probably should have like read over these before we got started, but I didn't. So I have to like read it first and make sure I don't say it wrong. <laughs> wow. Should I go for, should I go next then? Um, no, cause this one kind of. Okay, so I just put, know who you are and just be that. Don't let anybody box you into roles based on labels. 
because most of the labels that I've heard people use are actually irrelevant. <laughs> and um, like, for example, like if somebody's like, oh, I'm a green witch, good for you, bitch. So are most of them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much overlap in, in those kind of things. Like, why box yourself in? Yeah, exactly. Because I promise that's, like, that's so not that's gonna, the that's not going to be of- the that's a total antithesis of what witchcraft is. So yeah, things like, oh, I'm a kitchen witch or I'm eclectic. Like, okay. <laughs> like, like, so when people are telling me this about themselves, that's literally my response. It's like, do you want me to clap? Like, what do you, what is the response you want when you tell me what kind of witch you are? Like, what do you want me to fucking say? They want to party. All it tells me is that you've boxed yourself in. Yeah. I mean, I mean, not even just that. It's just like, so what if I walk in and I've never met you and I'm like, hey, I like to do kitchen witchery and I'm an Aquarius. (laughs) Okay. What is your fucking point? I don't. Hippie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Would you you like (laughs) to start singing the song Age of Aquarius for you? But it's just one of those things like these are unnecessary informational pieces that you're giving me that I don't want because it's not serving any purpose. Like I either like you or I don't. So all these little titles that you're attaching to yourself don't matter to me at all, ever. Like I just, I don't care. For shits and giggles, (laughs) I want us to label ourselves. Oh my God, do you know how- You labeled me the other day. Do you know how many words that would be? Give me a second. I'll try. Let me, let me try. I, I am a Tuesday um, chaos, <laughs> magic, folk, magic, weather, air, baneful, protective, I can't even think of all the shit that I do. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to say I'm a witch. I give up. See? Okay, I think I got mine. Okay. So mine would be, I guess, whatever words you want to use, atheist or secular, eclectic practitioner on the crooked path. That's as close as I can get to a label for me. That's nice. Isn't it? Next. See? Yeah. <laughs> See? Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm bored, like, bored now. Yeah, it's really boring. We don't care. And good for you. Like, that's, that's generally the response I see most people give when people are rattling off fucking label after label. They're just like, oh, okay, thank you for that information that I didn't ask for. <laughs> okay, so my next and last one is, as you research, take notes on what sticks with you and get rid of the rest. Um, that's what I kind of put together in this little notebook and I call it my pre-BOS and that's just kind of the ugly, gross, scribble notes from shit as I study. Um, It's completely disorganized. Um, Half the time I have to go through every single page like four times to find what I'm looking for. But this is just kind of how I keep all my information in one place um, so that when I do start my BOS, which will be very, very, very soon. Um, I already have the information that is vital to me. 
because I want to be able to reference my shit. I don't want to have to keep going to other people's books, which is the purpose of all the research you're doing. Don't waste that. Like if you're going to put the work in to study it, keep the information. It should be your information. So put it in your words, how you use it, what it does for you and use that. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. What else you got on your list? That was it for my list. Okay. Y'all didn't have shit to add to that? We did. We, did you hear us talk? No. <laughs> See? Wow. Really focused on herself. On the research, taking notes part, the last one I did? Well, no. I mean, there's really not much more to say about that. Do your fucking research. And I take fucking you. notes. Take good notes. Yeah, do thorough. Don't, 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 do, don't do what I do. Because then you end, well, up with, you end up with a whole book with nothing but sticky notes. Well, but, okay, but everybody's a little bit different. You know, some people's sticky notes works well. Some people, um, it's not that you have to take notes, but just understand that, you know, what you are embarking on now, the knowledge that you are exposing yourself to, that's going to continue to grow by leaps and bounds and it's never going to stop. You're going to get to a point where you're not going to be able to remember it all. Nobody yeah. is that, um, that incredibly smart. So do yourself a favor and start writing stuff down. So, um, and, and trust me, I get it. I am not a note taker. I'm not, I've never been one to take notes. Um, but I have, I have my limits. We all have our limits. You know, you're not going to as wonderful as you think that you are, you're going to get to a point where you're not going to remember. And so if you don't want to have to keep repeating and going back and looking at the same information, start taking, start taking things down that um, you think that are going to be really useful to you that you're going to want to go back to over and over and over again. It's just going to save yourself time. I guess that leads, that's a good lead to what I was gonna add to it with the whole research thing, like reliable sources, make sure you are finding those reliable sources. Because mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. what do you call it? If they're, if, if they're like, literally were published from someone who's been sitting there and writing romance novels for 10 years, and all of a sudden, they're giving you a basic how-to book on stuff, then make sure it's reliable. Make sure it's from good sources who practice themselves. I mean, pick and choose what reference you, it. Yeah, pick and choose it. what you want to learn, but make sure it's a personal, you know, good, reliable source, you know? Like, I always keep my reliable sources around. And if other witches aren't talking about it like that, then it's not reliable. Well, and I think that's a segue into what I was going to say next about that, which is understand, as depressing as this sounds, the amount of misinformation that's out there right now on the magical arts of witchcraft specifically is overwhelming. There is so much bad information out there. And, um, and what do I mean by bad? 
I mean things like, for instance, some of the stuff that Hestia was talking about earlier, saying that you must do this or you have to do that or it's not going to work or you're not a real witch. You know, there's or there, there's all kinds of stuff that um, that really are not the best pieces of advice that are not really good information. And some of it's just downright incorrect. And how do you And that can those? be dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. Very dangerous. And, and I get it, you know, the, for the, the new person coming in, I understand how overwhelming that is. I will tell you, and I've said this before, I don't envy you because it, how do you know? How do you know from your right, from your left? How do you know what's right or wrong? How do you know what's misinformation? How do you know what's accurate information? And the only way to do that really is to go, go back and continue to research don't just stick with one source, look at multiple sources, cross-reference, like, like Mountain Gypsy was saying, look and see, you know, are the same people or different people kind of saying the gist of the same thing? Or did someone just is totally in luck uh, from coming from left field on this when everything else says another way, but then take that even one step further and listen to yourself. What rings true to you? What is, what is really true? What really does ring true to you? If it doesn't ring true to you, then put it aside. Move on to the next thing. Absolutely. So I guess we're on Miss Mountain Gypsy's list now. Um, so, I mean, this also, I guess it pertains a little bit to what Hestia said about not needing stuff. If you feel that you need to have certain tools certain things, an altar, you do not have to have the expensive ass stuff. For herbs, for example, you do not have to find all these, you know, crazy sounding herbs or anything like that. Go to your front yard, go to the grocery store, because you, you know, there's so many things at your fingertips in nature, because first of all, we, we're witches that that's our premise is nature and you know some of you may live in a city and stuff like that but you can still go to your local parks if you're going to use them you know the herbs be aware where you're getting them because there's plenty of plant life out there you can use without having to spend an arm and a leg on I guess you can call them the desirable fancy designer herbs so what do you call it i mean use everything you've got because you know you don't have to have like calamus root or or devil's claw well you live in texas or the desert area you can find devil claw everywhere i mean i used to annoy me when i was growing up in texas and stepping on that crap so i mean figure out like, figure out your surrounding um, wildlife mm -hmm. and utilize that instead of saying, I have to have this. I have to have that. Because some of the plants you're going to find outside, you can use for the same purposes as those must-have witchy herbs. And you know what? You don't even have to go to a park or go on a hike. Go to your backyard. Yeah. If, look if and you, see what's in your backyard. Go look at the weeds. 
that if you're, if you're still living with your parents, go look at the weeds that your parents like to pull up. Yeah. Start looking those up. Uh, weeds are some of a witch's best friends. There's a lot of weeds that, I mean, my, I, if you, if you go to my backyard and you guys, some of you have seen this on, on previous videos, some of my backyard, um, I am a gardener's nightmare oh, because we both are. Um, I don't touch my weeds. If anybody wants to touch my weeds, I tell them stay the hell away from them because I use them. I use the weeds in my magical working. And you know what that cost me? Nada. Exactly. You know, I mean, same as Bella. Most of you have seen my, my property or my yard, yards, you know. So it's true. Like me and her, we, gardeners would absolutely hate us because mm -hmm. there's no such thing as a weed to a witch. So. I mean, they're weeds, but they're not they're not menaces like most people consider them to be. In short, if you are under the impression or if somebody tries to tell you that witchcraft is very expensive, uh, think again, revisit that because it's only expensive if you choose it to be. And that's your choice. Exactly. If you want all, you know, the cool, most expensive, most unique, rarest herbs, if you want the most beautiful candles and a gorgeous chalice and a you wonderful $1,000 sword, go for it. But do not think you have to. That is the difference. You don't have to. It is your choice. It's all your choice. What's next exactly. Mm, next on the list is, uh, let's see. Actually, I don't have anything else because Miss Bella, you have most of what I had already put down prior to. So it's my turn. Your turn. Okay. So the next thing uh, on our list, and some of this stuff is, is kind of basic. Actually, a lot of this stuff is pretty basic of what I'm gonna say and why it's because there are my personal opinions, some basic things that every new witch needs to at least have an understanding of, if not a mastery of. And um, so the first one is the most, most obvious one, which is understand the difference between paganism, Wicca and witchcraft. Um, I, I get it. That is very confusing, especially with, with people coming in um, straight off the street, so to speak. Uh, first of all, let's, let's take paganism and Wicca. People confuse those two all the time, and they think that um, that's interchangeable. That is not. Nope. So just, just to try to clarify things, paganism is an overarching term that's used to describe a category of religions that are not Abrahamic based. So Abrahamic based religions are, so are these are Christianity, Catholicism, um, is, Islam, Islamic religions, uh, Judaism. Those are all Abrahamic based. If there's some sort of Bible involved, um, then that, those are really your Abrahamic religions. Everything else outside of that is all grouped under this one big umbrella term known as paganism. 
those, the number of religions that fall under that category is tremendous. It's huge. Wicca is one of those literally hundreds of religions that fall under the blanket term paganism. So if you are Wiccan, you are in essence a pagan. However, if you are a pagan, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're Wiccan. It could mean that you are a Norse pagan. It could mean that you are a Buddhist. It could mean that you are a Hindu. It could mean you're a Zoroastrian. It could mean a million different things. So don't confuse the two. Then um, the other thing is that people confuse Wicca or being Wiccan with being a witch. Those are two separate things. Wicca is a religion. Witchcraft is a magical practice. Not all witches are Wiccans. In fact, a lot of us are not Wiccans. And what may be surprising to some of you is not all Wiccans practice magic. No, they don't. Because Wicca is a religion. So understand that those two things have no relationship whatsoever. The only relationship that that, that that bears is that Wicca happens to be probably um, a religion that incorporates, that tends to incorporate witchcraft in their, their religion the most. I don't think that there really is any other religion that more routinely incorporates witchcraft into the religion. But like I said, not all Wiccans actually practice magic. Nope. So completely separate things. Okay, so... That's that. Okay. So the next thing is, um, and the next two things I'm, uh, I'm going to say or talk about are actually all basic, what I refer to as basic techniques. Uh, I'm not going to tell you that you have to, but I'm going to strongly advise you to, as I said earlier, either at the very least know about them and learn about them at the very most, do try to master them because they will um, undoubtedly enhance your magical practice. And the first one is visualization. Um, and so why, why do you need to be able to visualize? Well, you've probably heard a lot of us talk about intentions, you know, forming the goal for your spell work or whatnot. And, um, and, and the way to do that is to visualize, to have in your mind's eye to be able to see yourself doing this thing or experiencing this thing or having this thing or, or whatever, because that only enhances your intentions. Now, there is a, a, uh, a condition, and I, I, God, I don't remember what it's called, uh, but I do know that there is a, a, uh, a, a minority of people that actually are not literally able to visualize. They are not able to look, uh, see a picture in their mind's eye. There is an actual formal term for that, and I apologize, I don't remember what that is. But if that's you, don't fret, because I have come across people that really freak out. You know, I have, you know, this condition. Can somebody look up what the word is? Um, <laughs> I, I have this, I have this condition, I can't visualize, does that mean I can't practice magic? And then no, that doesn't, that's not what it means. 
I'm not going to lie, it's going to be harder, but it's not impossible. And so I visualize very easily. I live inside my he head quite well, thank you very much. Um, so I'm not going to pretend to say that I can even remotely understand what you guys experience, but what I have suggested. Aphantasia. Aphantasia, thank you, aphantasia. What I have suggested in the past to people who have claimed to have aphantasia, um, they've come back to me and told me that it's helped. And that is, if you can't visualize it in your mind, then look for a physical representation of that. So you want to be rich. What does rich mean to you? Well, maybe rich means that you own a Porsche. Okay, go online, go on Pinterest and find a picture of a Porsche. Print it out put it in front of you while you're doing your spell work. So in other words, uh, make, make what you would normally visualize, make it tangible so that you're physically looking at it. Um, and, and like I said, to, to people who have claimed to have that condition, they've told me that they've, they've tried aspects of that and it does help a lot. So let us know if you have that issue and if you've tried that and see and let us know if that helps or if you have any other suggestions. All right, the, the, um, the next one also in the line of basic techniques is meditation. And um, clarification, meditation is not unique to witchcraft. I think that's kind of a no brainer. I don't have to say that. Um, it's also not mandatory for witchcraft, but why do you hear a lot of witches tout the importance of meditation? Again, it goes back to how you are performing during spell casting. When you're spell casting, you have to have focus. Um, the better you can focus your intent, your goal, what you're trying to accomplish, uh, the, um, the easier it's going to be for you, um, the better chances that you're going to have to manifest. And meditation you can think of it sort of like, a, you know, a, it's, it's a way to exercise your brain, a way to exercise yourself to be able to learn how to focus better. So if you are one that has trouble focusing, um, then you might want to consider trying techniques of meditation. And you don't have to start off the bat and doing a 30-minute meditation. Start for five minutes, two minutes. Work your way up because, again, the goal is not necessarily, I mean, yes, there are a lot of benefits to meditation. Go get, don't get me wrong, and I'm not going to get into that, but, uh, but the, specifically as a new witch, your goal is that you, it's, a, it's a part of a training, part of your training to help you be a better focused person for your spellcasting. The next thing also again, considered a basic technique, is learning about grounding and centering. And again, this all goes back to your foundation of performing your spell casting. So to be grounded means, uh, I guess the best way that I can describe it is you are, you, you are connecting with the earth. Uh, does it, can, can you do it by physically touching the ground and the grass? Of course, that's a wonderful way to do it. It's not necessary. 
Um, you can do that through, and again, I apologize to the people who can't do this, but you know, you can do it through visualization and other types of techniques. Centering means being connected to yourself, to your inner core. So there's several techniques. We're not going to go into that um, with the different, because that's a whole different episode. Um, but learning how to ground and center will help to, help to get you in, in the optimal state of being both physically and mentally for embarking on spellcasting. The, the, the last most important basic technique, and I cannot stress this any further, and I will go to town with you on this, because um, you can believe whatever you want. It's just I really find it hard to to not do spell casting to perform magic at least from the witch's perspective without this and that is energy and, and energy manipulation um that is the crux of what defines the magical practice for a witch we are connected with energies and we manipulate and direct energies in our spell casting towards our intentions and our goals to manifest them. It is through the energies, whether it be our energy, whether it be the energies um, of the plants or the herbs or the trees or um, energies from, you know, whatever the rock, uh, divine energy, celestial energy, um, we mix and match the combinations of those energies to direct, charge, and activate our, um, our intention and our spell work. So that is something that I personally feel that you at the very, very least need to learn about. If it's something that you absolutely cannot do that doesn't resonate with you, um, I honestly, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Um, if you can make it work without it, you know, more power to you. I mean, that, that's great if you can't, uh, my personal opinion is that I, I honestly don't see, at least like I said, from the witchcraft perspective. Now there is other types of magical practices that use other types of methodologies and perhaps maybe, maybe then you would need to look into to stuff like that, you know, ceremonial magic and such really taps more. Actually, they're, they're actually really tapping into energies as well, but they're really looking at external factors, such as working with demons and angels and, and, and entities and such. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so do me a favor, do yourself a favor and look into energy work, energy manipulation and how that corresponds to spell work. Okay, so that's the, that's the basics out of the way. The next thing, and these girls kind of touched on this already, which is, is um, listening to your gut, using your intuition. So you may or may not have heard a phrase, uh, some witches like to refer to what's known as intuitive magic. And um, this is basically magic that's based on your intuition. So you may want to work with rosemary let's just say for example and so you decide to go to your handy dandy scott cunningham's book of 
Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs. And don't get me wrong, it's a great book. I use that book all the time. And you may look at Rosemary and you will see that it has a whole section on all the magical properties. Okay, that's awesome. All right. But now the next step, what, it, what, uh, what an intuitive witch does, a person who practices intuitive magic, is they'll say, okay, well, is that how I look at rosemary? Does that ring true to me? Or does rosemary mean something totally different? And that's where I am going to recommend to you, don't march blindlessly like a zombie along with everybody else and use rosemary the way that that book described just because that's what the book says. If that's not what rosemary means to you, then use it the way of how rosemary means to you. Because, and this is an excellent, my own segue into the next tip, which is understand and recognize that witchcraft is an extremely personal practice. Again, like we said earlier, minus the tradition, if you're subscribing to a tradition, okay, put that aside. For everybody else who doesn't subscribe to a tradition, it's a ridiculously personal practice. It's all about you. So if you need to do what works for you, you need to do what it means the most to you, and you need to listen to you. Because the more that you go with yourself versus what a book says or what somebody else says, the more connected you're going to be to it. The more connected you are with it, the more emotion and engagement that's going to be coming from you when you're doing your spell work and when you are doing uh, and you, you are uh, charging and focusing your attentions, intentions. Um, and your goals and such, the more that it's going to mean something to you. And obviously, the more that it means something to you, your emotions will come out. And it, it only it, it piles on top of each other, and it makes your work all the more stronger. So it's, it's the difference between, it's the difference between reading a book out loud or writing your own book. Um, and I'm not saying you have to write your own book. But what I'm saying is, you know, I, ho I hope that makes sense. Does that make sense to you guys? You know, of how? Can, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, you yeah. make it your own. Like, that's the best thing about witchcraft is you can march to the beat of your own damn drum. Yes. You know, you hear that little music in your head and nobody else does. Who cares? Roll with it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's you that's performing that spell and it's your feelings and beliefs that you're tapping into, not anybody else's. Unless okay. you pay them to do the spell work for you. Yeah, that's not even the but same. Why, why do that then? Yeah, why do that? Then don't bother listening to us and just go find somebody to, to pay to your <laughs> Um, The next thing is, and I, I did a, a blog on this, creativity. Yes. And this is actually kind of a, a stem off of intuitive magic, which is do not be afraid to be creative. If it seems like it's weird to you, um, if you think like, 
Well, gosh, I think that I really think I'm not going to, I'm going to do, I need to do a baneful working and this is not that weird because people use it, but I'm just, I can't think of an example, but um, I don't think that I just want to use olive oil. I think I want to use motor oil. I make yeah. it really nasty. Well then go for it. Exactly. Be, be creative because again, it's going back to like what I was saying earlier about the aphantasia. Um, aphantasia, was that the yes. word? Yes. Um, you can, you know, even if you don't have that, you can still use that concept because if, if that's what, if you're thinking that motor oil really represents nastiness and you're feeling that, use it because as you're pouring it, you're going to be like, oh, this is a nasty shit. She's really going to get it. You know? <laughs> Go for it. Get into it. Use your creativity. There is nothing. There is nothing off the table. Well, except for what's illegal. You know, don't do illegal shit. We're not. We're not uh, telling you to do. <laughs> we illegal don't shit. condone anything yeah. that could get you arrested. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or the chair or something like that. Yeah. Don't. Don't, don't do that shit. But. Um, but yeah, you're only limited by your own imagination, and it doesn't always have to be herbs and candles. Herbs and candles. Herbs candles you know a jar full use. of the grossest stuff in the world is awesome <laughs> yeah use it use whatever the hell you want if it means if it has a connection to what you're trying to do use it you're trying to get a house and you see a house that you like online and and you want to do some spell work to get a house well print off the picture of that, that house and use it as part of your spell work. Use it to write your petition on. You know, just, I mean, I can go on and on and on for days because there literally is no limit to what you can do. No, like you said, the sky is the limit as long as you're willing to reach for it. Yes. And uh, I only have one last thing um, on my list. And this isn't going to mean something to some of you who are secular um but for those who actually uh feel a call to deity or um, want to work with deities um don't feel like number one you have to uh Especially on some, in a lot of social media, you know, we see a lot of new people trying to teach other new people, blind teaching the blind. And there's a huge misconception that it's like you have to have, you know, a patron god, a, a matron goddess, have to work with deities. No, you don't. You really mm -hmm. don't. So don't, so understand that. And, um, and don't let that hinder you. Don't, don't. Um, consider that an adjunct to your to your um, witchcraft practice at the very at the very most um, it's not something that's important and so don't get caught up in that no if you if you are looking to be a witch and I'm speaking to those people who want to know witchcraft not who want to be a pagan 
not to want to be a witch that incorporates religion. I'm just talking about straight out, you are interested in the magical art of witchcraft. Then focus on learning how to do that. The deities and all of that other stuff um, outside that that is that that is an, an adjunct that is a, an assistance to that if you want it to be and don't get me wrong you know part uh, for for a lot of witches they will tell you that a big part of their practice has to do with working with entities and spirits and so so I'm not I'm not downplaying that but um, but there's also just some basic things also that, that you really just want to get, get started with. And that is just the bare bones of how to be a witch, what, what to do for basic witchcraft. So those are my lists. Exactly. Well, I mean, the deity part, it, we've seen a lot of that a lot lately, making it, it worries, like it freaks kids out. Well, I don't have a deity yet. No one's, no one's come, appeared to me. And the best way I can explain it is if that's what you want to do, cool. But it's kind of like the familiar thing. If you're meant to have one or a specific one, then it'll happen on its own time. Mm -hmm. it, and if it's not meant to be, then it's not meant to be. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a specific deity because I work with all sorts of them whenever... I necessarily need them and I don't have a familiar. Well, but let's, let's kind of expand on that a little bit too, because, you know, another thing that I see a lot of people talking about, I think the next most popular thing, popular thing, uh, aside from deity is the Fae. I want to work with the Fae. <laughs> what do I do to work with the Fae? Um, and so, you know, again, to me, that's, that's all in the same grouping. Uh, of the divine divine you know basically is anything not of this earthly realm and so that could be deities that could be ancestors that could be spirits um it could be a fey fey which which fey in and of itself is also an overarching big category term for hundreds of different types of of uh magical entities uh or i want to work with demons or whatnot um you know again at some point in your practice, there is a good chance that you will work with an entity of that type. Uh, many of us feel it's a vital part of our practice. Many of us feel that it's an essential part of our practice. I just kind of repeated myself with the different words. Um, <laughs> but there's also a number of witches out there who don't. And, uh, and so, you know, that that is something that that you want to explore. Now, I will tell you, you know, there are some witches out there who, who will say that, um, you know, you're not really embracing uh, the full scope, breadth of witchcraft if you're not dealing with some sort of entity or some sort of spiritual um, entity. And, you know, I'm not going to hear, I'm not going to say whether or not that is right or wrong. I think that's a completely individual perspective. I get where, where, those people are coming from and I don't even I'm not even necessarily disagreeing with them because I incorporate that in my practice but that may not resonate for you no exactly so, 
you don't have to worship anybody. You don't have to do any of that if it doesn't feel right. Don't feel pressured because you see everybody else. Oh, I'm, I'm, I worship so-and-so deity or I worship this and that. You don't have to worship. This isn't that. And you don't have to have a set person. I say persons, but persons that you work with. You can work with whoever you want or you cannot work with whoever you want. Yeah. This isn't, this, take, take the Abrahamic religion piece out. It's uh, because it's so much more, I don't want to say complicated because that's a scary word. It's just, it's so much more multifaceted than that because you can still work with deities and not at all have a worshiping type of relationship with them. It okay. is not mandatory. Okay. So you can still incorporate deity into your practice and do zero worshiping. Mm -hmm. So chillax, don't worry about it, guys. It's not a life or death situation if you can't find a deity or you don't work with them. So since you guys didn't number it, and I did, I lost track, and I don't know how many we actually gave. <laughs> I don't either. That's all Bye. that we got. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we so, got for you guys on your basics. So if you have any other tips that we didn't think of, leave a comment below. Let us know. Don't forget to like and subscribe and hit that notification button. And we will see you on the next video. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to check out our website at www.bitchywitchies.com. And that's bitchywitchies spelled B-I-T-C-H-Y-W-I-T-C-H-Y-S.com. Hey, guys. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms. Go to Facebook backslash Bitchy Witchies podcast. And don't forget the I is number one in Bitchies. And head to Instagram for Instagram backslash official BW podcast to keep up to date on every new episode on our YouTube and on Anchor. Check the description. All of our links will be available in our description for you to access easily. Oh,